You're about to enter the world of Michael Zavala. Now's your chance to turn back. Get in the back cave, Michael. Okay. Don't do Red Bull. Do uh, Kakoa or something. Wow, he's now he's in it. This is MZ Now. Oh, we got Chris Angel in the building. Who? <laughs> you. I mean me. Look at spiky Ow. hair. It's not really spiky. It's just like wavy. I know. Like uh, Clark was like, did you get a haircut? I thought or something or hair is cut. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just saw you yesterday. You didn't look like that. Oh, I didn't. Ooh. I decided. I decided to try something different with I my like hair. It. I like it. I like summer vibes. I have man. to say, I'm loving the pink flamingo shirt. Right? It's oh, good. I don't. Think it's I good could, on them. I don't think I could pull it off. No. And I, I have a. Tan. But I want to try. Yeah. And Here's, I have a tan, too. Looking nice. Here's the two people that can pull it off. Two Ooh. types of people. Are you going to use the Homer Simpson? No. Because I know the Homer Simpson one, but you go ahead. Dave Lasseter Uh-oh. from Pixar. Okay. Okay. Formerly of Pixar. I think he got fired. He was me too. And uh, Old Gaze. Okay, oh. so... <laughs> what about the, so the CEO of Apple? What's his name? <laughs> Tim Cook. Tim, Tim Cook can wear that, yeah. So the uh, the Homer Simpson one, and it's more with Hawaiian shirts, but he's like, he's like, Marge, there's only two kinds of people that can wear Hawaiian shirts. And it's uh, gay guys and fat party animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Radio DJs, I thought, wore Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. I quit Growing wearing, up. I quit wearing Hawaiian shirts when I uh, got under 260 pounds. <laughs> I loved it. There was a period in high school where oh, I knew I was going to yeah. be a radio DJ. And so, you know, every time you'd watch a radio DJ on uh, TV or in a movie, they're wearing a Hawaiian shirt. and some fat yeah. guy in a Hawaiian shirt. Right. So I started. There was a summer. Where all I wore was Hawaiian shirts. Dude, that was, I mean, like 98. I can still fit in them. Yeah, you wore them recently when yeah. you were going for the mash look. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, ninety, like 98 to 2002, Hawaiian shirt, big player. Big I think they're coming back. Well, this isn't even Hawaiian, No, though. it's not. No, but it's, it's, it's kind of, that's like Florida. Yeah. That's like the Florida version of the Hawaiian shirt. But Eric oh. wore this shirt yesterday, and I said, oh, I feel like this fits you. Because you're getting in that range where you're now an old gay. And this is how the, I would expect you to dress. It's fun. It's uh, exciting. I'm elderly gay now. Is it Okay, but is it exciting? Are pink flamingos exciting? No, is just that, I'm saying the whole outfit, the vibe. But is that an even... exciting foul? Yeah, it's like party. You know, <laughs> party it's like, foul. hey, we're, we're going to... Uh, yeah, I was hoping somebody would have gotten my We're going to go to joke. Wet n' Wild. You know, but we're going to go and uh, got even, red solo cups. Eric's not even a middle-aged gay yet. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's middle-aged. No. Yeah. Eric's going to live to 120. But like, I don't he's even still young. Think, yeah, like, I don't even think this is like, I'm just trying to change up my attire. Like, I like it, button. though. No, I'm, I'm saying it, it works for you. we all do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. I saw that shirt a few weeks ago. He brought it out, and I'm like, that's perfect. Either, I like think, a flashier watch. I think if uh, really, you... Maybe the band? Yeah. I think if you exchange the... Um, the flamingos for fish, like kind of mm. like trophy fish that people would catch. Then it goes from being appropriate for a gay middle-aged person to to straight, or at least closeted, right? Middle-aged person. You got to take out some of the fun out of the shirt in order for right. a straight person right. to wear. Like, yeah, uh, it's got to be a little bit more dull. Because yeah. I see like a lot of gay guys are like banana. Shirts, bananas are great, but I'm like for gay guys. I love bananas. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm seeing too many bananas everywhere, so I'm all like, <laughs> the flamingo's <laughs> great. Yeah, I'm all like, what's different? Something I can different I can wear other than bananas? And I was, yeah, I saw this and I was like, uh, flamingos, of course. Yeah, no, it's perfect for you. Thank I really you. do. I'm no one's joshing you here, and it complements my skin tone. Yeah, it looks great. Even this with this maroon. I haven't really seen your hair in person though, because you came in uh, two seconds before we pushed start. Actually, twenty, but okay. Yeah, it was twenty. It, it was twenty. It was twenty yeah. left. <laughs> I but, swear uh, that's in the script. <laughs> Eric enters. <laughs> he waits. <laughs> he said he's sitting there in the hallway like this. <sighs> yeah, because you did say a few minutes ago, Eric's here. We yeah, I saw his I saw his uh, car parked downstairs for like ten minutes. Can we? No, a, I was not. Ten minutes. It no, was there. Was Can we get a fog machine for his entrance? Oh, that'd be oh. cute. That'd be good actually. Yeah, wear, yeah. Like wear Some, something like from like a uh, count. The count from Sesame Street. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have the Mexican count. Where the hell's Jaime? And then do my hair like him. I really do feel like you sit you sit out in the hallway and you're just like, all right, <laughs> like you know, I give myself like a pep talk. Pep talk. Yeah, you can do this yeah, here. And then it's like, here we listen, go. Showtime. Listen, where's Eric? That's one. 
And later on, where's Eric? You're all hyping yourself up. You're jumping. Ah. Ah. Here we go. <laughs> that was a real struggling jump. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. uh, and then, you know, 10 seconds before it's, we hit the intro, I'm here. Like you're prepping for the Tonight Show. Like you're behind the curtain at the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. I'm watching a lot of, uh, what was I watching? <laughs> no idea. Where the producer drinks a salty dog. What is that? Larry Sanders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm watching a lot of Larry Sanders, and that's what Eric's doing is right behind the curtain. He's all giving himself a pep talk. Well, today's the day. Today is the day that I hopefully can make peace with someone here in the studio. Off air. God? I think I'm long gone from that. I think he doesn't (laughs) even return my calls now. But uh, New phone, who does? (laughs) I don't know if I've ever mentioned this. But about three years ago, a little over three years ago, I was in a tragic scooter accident. Did we mention it last week? I rarely talk about it. I don't think it came up last week. Ah, There was some animosity in here, though. Yeah, yeah. What was that about? Well, I'll get to that. Okay. Um, I thought you put all this to bed, but... Well, we will tonight. So I I rarely talk about the tragic scooter accident that I was in that shattered my leg in 16, 17 places. Something I don't like to talk about. I thought you said 16, 17. The year 16, 16, 17. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And every time I tell the story, somebody comes up to me and says, okay, Michael, that's great, but what really happened? I hear that all the time. What really happened? Because people feel like I'm leaving out a detail or, or a part of the story, like there's something missing. And I've said, no, no, that's the whole story. Well, I'm here to tell you, if you thought there was something missing, you were absolutely right. There's one detail that I left out of the story because I was trying to work it out privately with somebody that's in this room or in that room. I'm in a totally different room. <laughs> But I'm a star. Um, I was like Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Adam West. No, uh, Alf. Okay, got an Alf doll in here now. It's gone on for multiple years now, and um, I don't have a card left to play except for this last one, which is I have to take this person to court, and that person is Eric Starr. I got this opportunity, and I thought about it from years of trying to keep this private. I don't talk about every single thing that goes on in my private life. I, I, I talk about 99% of it well, on yeah, the show. <laughs> but there's 1% that I don't like to air true dirty laundry on the show. Because it's a show for making jokes and bits and whatever. So there's something really bothering me. I'm usually not going to talk about it on the show. And if it's something I can work out with a friend of mine or something, I'm going to do that off air and not just blast them. Unless I don't like them, then I'll blast them on the, on the show. Uh, but this is something I've been working on w- with Eric for about three years. I'm not going to get into details because you're going to find out tonight. Uh, I got the opportunity to take Eric to the highest court in the land, and that is Judge Steve Harvey. <laughs> and uh, tonight on ABC, you can see Eric and I battle it out. This is all regarding my scooter accident. Again, I'm not going to go into a whole lot of details here, but I'm really hoping that Steve Harvey sees it how I see it. Mm-hmm. And rewards me what I feel that I'm owed, and we can finally, after three years, put this to bed. Well, I'd like to say that <clears throat> I would like to say that I have a solid case, so I don't think that you would win anything. To be honest with you, I mean, mine's all facts. Like oh, I literally, oh. I literally have documents, and I know, do too. You know what I mean? I mean, I have proof as well: text messages, screenshots, receipts. I don't know if Steve's ever going to hear this, but I'm a huge fan of Steve Harvey. <laughs> I actually just started watching the Steve Harvey show on, uh, what, was, what channel was that? Oh, on? no. It was some streaming service. Oh, oh. Tubi. They had the first <laughs> two seasons on Tubi, and I've been watching. Tubi. I remember actually watching the Steve Harvey show when I was a little kid, and that's what, uh, how I came to know who Steve Harvey was. And I love the show because in the show, Steve is a high school music teacher. And in real life, my dad is a... Uh, well, elementary school, te- uh, a music teacher, but he's a music teacher nonetheless. And so when I watch the show, I'm like, oh, this is, uh, is kind of like my dad. And then Steve's got this way of talking to people and breaking things down that's kind of like Andy Griffith. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it, but it's that sort of like, let me just bring it down to basics here for you. And so I grew up watching Andy Griffith. And so the Steve Harvey show was a, 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 you know, a really great show for me mm-hmm. and really shaped who I am. And again massive fan of Steve Harvey. I love you, Steve. In fact, I refer to him as Uncle Steve. Um, <laughs> I mean, most, well, I don't, most people do. Oh. Yeah, I don't think that uh, Judge Steve Harvey is, should be playing any type of favoritism because he's a judge. I'm not saying he so, should, but just in case but, he does, uh-huh. I do really enjoy Steve Harvey. I think he's the hardest working man in television. 
Yeah, they said I Regis agree. was, but Steve is, I think, uh, right on Regis's heels. Well, Regis isn't going anywhere yeah. now. I agree. Regis <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah. And can I just say then, since you're putting your two cents on my yeah, right, in sure, as well, sure. Um, sometime last year, I saw a video of his on Instagram and it made me very emotional and almost cried. So it was very inspirational. I saw a video of his on Instagram as well, and it made me cry. Oh, it did. Real tears. I didn't almost cry. I actually did cry. Yeah, well, yeah. It takes me because you were laughing so hard. <laughs> no, it was oh. emotional. Yeah, motivational. Very well, inspiring. And very I would, inspiring. I would say you should both just stick to the facts while you're in court. I don't know though. We have Judge Clark here from Clark's court. Yeah, you and you see how well that went. Yeah, yeah, that didn't go too well. So I had somebody ask me, "Why don't you just take him to Real. Clark's court?" And I said, "Well, <laughs> you see, have you heard Clark's court? Nothing really. Nothing really. I got to take it to the resolved. highest court in the land. I want to see Clark's credentials now." <laughs> so I went from trying to keep this all private between Eric and I, and only a few people knew about it, mm-hmm. uh, to now publicly on national television. Now everybody knows about it. Well, and I, the reason why I decided to do that was because I feel like that would help keep you accountable, no matter what the results are, whatever Judge Steve Harvey says tonight. Well, I feel like I am accountable. So, so we'll see what happens. This might be your chance to counter sue for your windshield. Uh, exactly. Thank you. Although I saw a picture of it. Wait, wait. I don't know how much of a case you have. What do you mean? He saw, saw how a big picture it actually of your was. Windshield. That what? I saw a picture of your windshield. <laughs> I don't know when it was from though. That's fair. What's not a case about it? I mean, it's proof right there. Yeah, it's but it's evident. a tiny little pebble. Yeah, it's tiny. I'm going to bring that as my I, evidence against you. I would you. say I most cars that drive on 35 have that same kind of... I know, he well, made it I a was big deal. I was on 35. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm going to bring that as my evidence against you. Mm. Look at this guy. I'm going to bring the tape from, la- from last week on VHS. They're going to have to wheel oh out the little... Oh, my God. TV <laughs> the with the, yeah, the little cart. <laughs> and this is what he said, and here's the evidence. The proof is in the pudding. I rest my case. Mm. I'm really just excited just to put this behind it, because there really has behind the scenes sort of been this weird animosity. You saw a little bit of that last week, but just kind of weird behind the scenes. And uh, I'm just kind of ready to get past this. And yeah, because you uh, keep bringing it up. Well, I mean, what else am I supposed to do? You uh, know? Like you said, you want to get past it, so get past it. Yeah, but I still need to get what I need to get. You know, I got to get mines. <laughs> so tonight. He's so gangster. See us on. <laughs> I'm just real. I'm you so know what I mean? He's got just, to walk for I'll, it. <laughs> I learned from my uncle. Uncle Steve. Uh, but anyway, we're going to be at, uh, on Judge Steve Harvey tonight, ABC. If you miss it, uh, you can watch it uh, at any time on Hulu. We're episode eight. Excited. Uh, Clark went to a amateur wrestling night last, what was it? Uh, Friday this past night. Weekend? Uh, did you go see Evelyn? No, hers was, uh, was last night. Oh, was, you didn't go? And, and Well, you know, me being the dumb fan or like, ignorant fan of amateur wrestling or wrestling in general uh i thought like oh it's oh it's an event there's amateur wrestling there i'm sure evelyn will be there and then i was talking to my friend he's like no i don't i don't know her but you gotta he's like you gotta understand there's like 12 different wrestling events happening in yeah, it's Dallas. wrestlemania that is not there was wrestlecon brooke hogan was here she's my favorite what? i love her yeah yeah and uh i was gonna try to get her in studio but no that would have been too cool much, too much stuff going on right but um yeah, th- so this one was called GCW, and I've actually watched this with a friend of mine, Justin, just uh, after hanging out at work, blowing off some steam. Hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> look that up on UrbanDictionary.com. If you don't know what that is, I was flaming you out. Not, you've never been stressed as a person. I've been. Uh, I was flaming out. Uh, you know, blowing some steam. But oh, wow, I'll say this: so amateur wrestling confirmed one thing about amateur sports, and I know it's sports entertainment that's different, but uh, about amateur levels of a lot of things. If you take any uh, top-tier American sport or in the world, actually, and watch it at an amateur level, I'm kind of convinced that 90% of the time it's going to be better than the pro version. Uh, because this stuff was just outlandish. The characters involved, the bits that were going on. Bits? Oh, yeah. I thought it's all real. No, no, no. I mean, like, the the backstories to all these people. Oh, okay. Uh and you know what they do in the ring is actually something a lot sometimes you won't see uh, at a professional level or at WWE just cuz they i mean as 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 much as it tries to be non-conforming to general attitudes there's still some things that you can well i mean for for, for one one thing they were saying the f word wow uh, friendship uh, yeah and i mean they had a common they had a commentary there so they were doing it live like through the internet as well no wait wait there's a lot of f words there's only one you can't say. Okay, f- 
<gasps> okay. Oh, there one. it is. Well, there's yeah, another no, one. You can say that one. Ah, uh, you can. Not on TV. I wouldn't. Yeah, you can. Though that they bleep I mean, it. Not, that's not the issue. We just, I didn't know that's which way they were going. I'm like, no. yeah, I how is homophobic? Right. Yeah. I was about to stand up for Eric. Oh, oh, well, man. but you should be known that um, there was... I didn't even go there in my mind. No, but here's the cool thing. So there was a there was this one match where there was like, basically at one point, 50 wrestlers were going in and out of the ring. Mm. At, at, it was like a okay. free flow of like a, ro- like a Royal Rumble. Wait, where oh, was okay. this at again? This was at Fair Park. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, which that's uh, funny that they held it there because the last time I was yeah. at Fair Park, uh, it was during a rave. Oh yeah, uh, where people died. Yeah, well, this one also needed a name. Somebody went oh, wow. to uh, went to a hospital and ambulance. Um, but yeah, at one point, the, all the women that were involved in this big wrestling melee, okay. uh, they all entered the ring, and they they had two transgendered women in there. So they were a very forward thinking wrestling uh, troop. But the, I think uh, the greatest part is the people that were there. And the atmosphere, because this is what I, I wore, I wore my, you know, that flannel shirt that I wear. Oh yeah. That your, one. Your nineties grunge. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So I went as nineties grunge man, man, because I was like, I mean, what do I, what do you wear to amateur wrestling? And I kind of felt at some points I was the most, <laughs> I overdressed. You were overdressed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the people that were there, it was, uh, come to find out that these people follow this troop as they go around the country. Oh, Wow. Because a friend that was dragging me there, uh, he was meeting up with his friends. I'm like, well, where are they from? And he's like, well, that guy's from Boston. They're from Wisconsin. She's from Arkansas, so she just had to drive here. And I'm just like, really? So they've got like this, like people, the way that people follow Fish, the band. Or and a traveling circus. Something right. like that, yeah. Universal uh, circus. Yeah. I saw a lot of... <laughs> Men hitting women in this thing. Oh, wow. wow. And, hey, and I, I'm going to have to interrupt your story. We yeah. have a guest coming up. Vanessa Cater's here. Oh. And so we're going to take a break. Okay. After Vanessa, the exciting conclusion <laughs> of Clark's okay. story. Wow. All right. Yo. MZ Now. Yo, what's up? Jamie Kennedy and Michael Travala will be right back. Online at mznow.tv. Call me on the phone. Call me on the phone. Call me on the phone. I'm on the phone. <laughs> I'm on the phone, A A A. N G L I V E five all day. All day. I'm on the phone, A A A. N G L I V E five all day. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. Call me on the phone. I'm on the phone. Call me on the phone. Call me on the phone. It started out like any other day. Hey, Michael, come ride the scooter with us. Until everything changed. Oh, my God. Somebody call 911. Help. Somebody help. Zavala was in Deep Ellum on Labor Day. He and a friend hopped on scooters headed toward downtown when he hit a manhole cover. For Michael, his first scooter ride was his last. Well, we were able to save the leg. But there were some interesting side effects. Based on a true story. What's happening, homie? Where that money at, boo? You in my neighborhood. He's up there, killer. I don't want any trouble. Leave that man alone. What the hell? Did you just block that bullet with your leg? I, I guess I did. Well, why is Samuel L. Jackson calling me? Iron Leg Man. The Last Avenger. Coming this summer. You'll know it's time to turn the dial when you hear this sound. But no, you really have been sober for like six months, right? Yes, I'm high on weed, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's from Jesus. Right. It uses all the elements, earth to grow it, water to feed it, uh, fire to burn it, and air to breathe it in. Right. I mean... I'm just doing it by the Bible. You're like Captain Planet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. All we need is a little heart. MZ Now. Michael, say that again. Michael Zavala. Zavala, okay. Online at mznow.tv. Hey, this is Alan Roker from the Tenacious Show, the author of You Look So Much Better in Person, and you are listening to Michael Zavala. Zavala, I'm sorry. 
I really do get super nervous uh, when she's on the show. That's why she hasn't been on in so long. Uh, Vanessa Cater is here. Hey, Vanessa. Hi, how you guys doing? I'm sweating. That's because she could break you. <laughs> right. She's gorgeous. I know. I met her one time in person in real life, and it was so awkward. So awkward. <laughs> she didn't make it. I made it awkward. It was wonderfully awkward. <laughs> it was. It was. She's taller than you? Well, yeah, but everyone is. So it's not like, <laughs> it was just, it was just, I remember being nervous going there. I was in Chicago and I didn't know anybody in Chicago at the time. And, and then I made this awkward joke about my puppy dying or something. Oh. It was a joke. That's, exa- that's the same reaction she had. She was like, oh, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just joking. And it was a whole thing. But yeah, she's, <laughs> we're still friends. <laughs> For those that's who- right. I, I can get down with that kind of humor. Yeah. Right. I know. At that time, though, I wasn't sure. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I offend her. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what I it was. It was awkward. But we're, we're, we still uh, we're still friends. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad to see you. you're doing well. You're working. For those who don't I know, am. you're an actress. You're a stunt performer. And uh, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. What's the craziest injury that you've ever had performing a stunt? I have been so fortunate, knocking on wood right here, uh, to have walked away from pretty much everything with no major injuries. I think I've been, I've, I'm one of the lucky ones. I've had, you know, sprained ankles and major he- hematomas over my body. Oh, but man. I kind of feel like that's, that's kind of part and parcel. That's just kind of like you expect those injuries from we don't consider those injuries that's just another day at work right yeah <laughs> was there like a something that you've um, done like where you were kind of like oh i'm a little nervous right now to do this <laughs> oh it was last year was the first time i got hit by a car oh my I god car, i was running at the car as it was driving at me and hit me and yeah i went that was guys- that was nine one one the tv show I was stunt doubling one of the actresses and wow. everyone went silent because i'm so long Mm -hmm. and they say you've got to get really light on your feet when you get hit by a car because otherwise the um the the nose of the car is going to uh smash your knees and your shins and break your legs so you've got to flip really fast and i got so light that um my head ricocheted shattered the windshield with the back of my head flipped up into the air and instead of rolling back down the hood of the car i (laughs) went off the side because I got so airborne and then just pile drive myself into concrete and uh, everyone just went silent. Wow. So silent. And they were like, cut. <laughs> and I'm laying there not moving because until someone yells cut, like right. it was quiet because yeah. you're not meant to move until they yell cut. And so I did it and they're like, are you all right? And I was like, thumbs up but i was just like <laughs> yeah okay and the first thing that i said to the coordinator when she ran over to me the amazing shauna duggins she um she's been jennifer garner's um stunt double for years oh, and wow. she was so, so excited to work for because she's such a a female stunt icon and actress um she came running up and i was just like oh my god i did it wrong and she was like what <laughs> You were meant to look like you almost died. You look like you almost died. I'm like, I felt like it too. Um, yeah, so it was it was one of those things. I just thought, because I was meant to roll back down the hood, and I was like, I really don't want to do it again. I did it wrong. And they were like, no, that was good. Yeah. Was like, Thank God. Do you practice that before you do it, or is it just kind of like, all right, I'm just going to one shot? No, and- no, I'd never done it before, but you can't wow. really practice so literally (laughs) yeah such a professional stunt performer i was standing at the end of my bed practicing how fast i could flick my body over when the car would hit there's no way to really prepare yourself for it you just kind of got to do it and you know how fast was the car traveling when it hit you um 15 to 17 miles an hour it was it was fast enough to send send my five foot ten, 170 pound body flying yeah. like it was a feather. Wow. So yeah. Damn. Now I'm thinking about school zones and how you can go twenty and then yeah. how far a little kid could fly. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So. Crazy. I think that's meant to be how fast you can hit the brakes, not how fast you can hit the brakes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Clark, you're getting it backwards. Sorry. Here. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh the first time I saw Vanessa was in a movie called The Do Over on Netflix with uh it was oh. David. It was it was in that moment that I knew that this is my future wife and we're gonna have incredible children. And I, it was just love at first scene. <laughs> yep, there's there's a lot lot happens in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if I didn't love her enough already, she was in Star Trek Picard. Can you talk about that or no? Can you talk about anything uh, you've done there? I, I can talk 
I can sort of talk about it, but I can't really say what I was doing or, okay. or any. It hasn't. Those episodes haven't aired yet. Okay. So, I won't go into detail then. Uh, but for yeah. those who are wondering, she does play Picard stunt double. Uh, yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Shave the hair. Right. I just, I just let go of all the tape that's uh-huh. holding my own. Right. <laughs> oh, I can see. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. You told me that you met Patrick Stewart. I did. And that you also cried. I did. <laughs> What did he tell you? Can you talk about what he said? Oh, yeah. Like, I was basically on set and I'd done, I've been doing a couple of days. I, w- I was, I've played a few different things on that show um, as a stunt performer. So you get kind of, and with, you know, shows like Star Wars. And, and so I worked on Obi-Wan doing like Stormtrooper stuff. And then I worked on, I was bouncing back between Star Wars and Star Trek last year. So it was my my geek year, fulfilling my 12-year-old yeah. um, in a sci-fi geek girl dream right. year last year. Um and uh, so this particular time was the first time I'd actually been on set with him. And uh, I spoke to his actual stunt double, um, Tim Storm, who's just a beautiful human being. And I'm not normally someone to, uh, like I chat chat to everyone, I have no problem with it, but I, you know, Patrick Stewart is an icon. Yeah, a legend. You know, he's the number one on the show. He had all these lines to do and I just... I, I didn't want to miss my opportunity, but I also didn't want to be unprofessional. So I pulled right. Tim aside and said, I don't know if it's appropriate or not, but I, I, I would never forgive myself if I didn't ask if it was appropriate okay to meet Patrick. And he was like, oh, my God, of course. <laughs> and goes, Patrick, this is Vanessa. She's, um, she's our stunt actor on today and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, it's so lovely to meet you and shook my hand. And he's, and I started speaking. He's like, where are you from? And I was like, I'm from New Zealand. He was like, wow, the last time I was in New Zealand was 1969, I think he said. And I did a set of three plays and Vivian Lee was the lead. And we had this conversation that just spanned how like his career and uh, his travel and how he originally wasn't going to go back to do Picard, but they'd addressed all of these issues that he had that he couldn't c- not come back and how his agent, like w- it was, it was the most amazing conversation oh. I've experienced. And then he was meant to, the AD went to pull him back because he had it to go back on set and he kept on brushing them off. And I was like, Patrick, I, I, I love this so much. You're not going to get in trouble. I am. I'm never going to be asked back if you don't go and do your job. And he was like, oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm not getting in trouble. And he goes. Like, he's hilarious. Um, and he was so sweet. And then he came back. And we had this whole other conversation that Tim was like, he wants to keep his conversation going with you. And I was just like, he's like, he's loving talking to you. And I was just, yeah, it was. It was uh, when did you cry? <laughs> While he was talking to you or afterwards? No, no, it was, <laughs> it was when I left, I got wrapped for the day and yeah. I got changed and I was walking to my car and Tim was coming the other way. And I said to him, I can't thank you enough. I would have worked for free for today if, if I had have known that that's what was going to happen. Um, and I started getting a little emotional and then Tim got emotional because he said the very first time he met Patrick, it was the same thing for him because oh, he, the reason why Tim is an amazing actor as well. And he actually studied Shakespeare, Tim did. And it was because of Patrick that he had, had done that. And so we had this moment where him and I were both standing just kind of in tears and it was, it was beautiful. It was like, you know, big, bad stump people crying over this. <laughs> That's so <laughs> awesome. With this beautiful human being, he's, um, you know, when they say you never meet your idols, right. but he's one of those ones I would encourage if you have the chance to do because he's just everything about him is what you want him to be. I, uh, I've met him one time and uh, I didn't really get a chance to talk to him because someone ate up all my time. So literally all I got to say to him was, uh, hope you have a nice day. And then I rolled out and that was it. But uh, I w- hopefully one day we'll get to have a, a conversation with him. It'd be fun. Oh, I hope you do. It's Yeah, I, uh, I even called my dad and he was angry at me, but happy for me. He was angry <laughs> I got to do it, not him. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, get to meet Jerry Ryan at all? I did not, unfortunately. She, you know, the whole Seven of Nine character has definitely been one of those, those characters that I grew up watching. My my thing about um, 
sci-fi, the reason why it's one of my favorite genres is as a woman, sci-fi, my entire life has been one of the only genres that has let women be smart, like savvy smart, as well as book intelligent, as well as sexy, as well as um, able to hold their own and be on the same level as the men in the kick-ass factor, as well as the intelligence factor. And that is one of my favorite things about sci-fi my whole life. And of course, you know, the seven of nine character has been that, but one of my best friends is her stunt double. So I kind of live vicariously through Caitlin. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like you could play seven of nine. I think that's in For your sure. future. Mm. I think, I think I, I would, I would love that. I could just be like, you know, her Borg sister. Yeah. <laughs> seven of eight. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'd be eight of, Eight of nine, I guess. I don't know what it'd be. But, <laughs> hey, what do you think about Maximilian for a ch- one of our children's names? <laughs> Look, if we're talking sci-fi, there was a TV show called Dark Angel a million years oh, yeah. ago with Jessica Elba, and her character's name was Max. I like Max for a girl. Max. All right. Uh, Eric, will you write that down? Uh, possible children's names for Michael is, and is Vanessa. Is he your secretary now? Yeah, just for today, because I don't have a pen in front <laughs> of me. You better hope your kids get her bone density. Oh yeah, 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 for, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I feel between Michael and myself, we would have a normal sized child. Yeah. yeah, and one that doesn't break very easily. Yeah. <laughs> right. Are you going to watch Eric and I on Judge Steve Harvey on ABC? Wait, what? Yeah, I'm suing Eric for my leg break. You'll get to hear the whole story on Judge Steve Harvey on on ABC. Oh, I'm I'm definitely watching that. <laughs> you have to. You have to. I actually want to shoot. So we make this char- we made this character about uh, based off of my injury called Iron Leg Man. So now I have this titanium in my leg from my scooter accident. I think I told you about that. Um, yeah, you did. it was a while ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, because we yeah, were supposed to go to L.A. and yeah. then we had to cancel we the whole trip. Coffee and catch up. Yeah, exactly. And then of course the whole thing fell apart. Uh, so did my leg. And yeah, uh, <laughs> so we have this character we made called Iron Leg Man. So it's like Iron Man, but he can only he deflects bullets just with the titanium in the leg. <laughs> You and better so, be flexible then. I'm just oh, saying. Well, I'm not. And that's why I think that we should shoot a trailer for Iron Leg Man in LA. And it, it tells the origin story. It's like Iron Leg Man begins. And I get on the scooter and then it cuts to Vanessa as the stunt me. <laughs> and we'll just put like a brown wig on you. The, the, your blonde hair still not goes underneath close, the wig. Yeah, yeah, she just gets on the scooter, goes five miles an hour. And then the tragic <laughs> accident happens. And then it cuts back to me laying on the ground. That'd be great. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> It's not SAG. I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally down. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So I know you and I have had this discussion over the years, you know, Star Wars versus Star Trek. I know you've worked on both projects, but now yeah. after meeting Patrick Stewart, are you leaning more towards the Star Trek side than the Star well, Wars? Well, I side? also got to meet and talk to Ewan McGregor on uh, Obi-Wan, and that was right. a really great conversation about as well. So I'm like, nah. but like, look, Patrick Stewart is an icon, but I, I don't... I don't discriminate Star Wars to Star Trek. I like I can't. But I I've seen you wear both. more Star Wars shirts than you have Star Trek shirts. That's just I've what, seen that. That's what you very, very good point. Yeah. It's a very good point. Maybe, I feel like if you're gonna be if you're gonna give both their dues, you should have an equal amount of Star Trek outfits and, and uh, Star Trek. I feel Trek like outfits. Star Trek t shirts are harder to come by. <laughs> oh, I'll send you all the ones yeah. you want. I've got all sorts of them. So Ooh. I'll send you okay, everything. I don't know if I asked you this either. I know since COVID-19 started, you haven't made able to go back home to New Zealand. Did you go right before it started or do you have plans yeah, to go back after like, this? Yeah. you know anything about the travel restrictions yet? Well, they're opening up again now, just oh. finally in, the, in this last month through March, which, which is incredible, uh, you know, for people who are vaccinated and stuff like that. But previously, um, during 2020, when the major lockdown happened, I'd been there in December 2019 and I saw my family and all that sort of stuff. And I got a call to go and work on Falcon and the Winter Soldier as one of the flag smashers for, for Marvel. And, you know, obviously I was like, and I'm out and bye, I'm going back to America. <laughs> it's like, Marvel? Yep, that's me. I'm out. Um, and uh, I, when we were in Prague, shooting we've been there for four days when the lockdown happened we all got evacuated and sent back home you know we all thought it was going to be like a few weeks yeah month right uh, whatever and um yeah so we were we were shooting and uh got evacuated got back thought it was going to be a short period of time and every <laughs> uh every sort of few weeks or whatever we would get an email from the stunt coordinator and the production going we'll be back in a couple of weeks probably by the end of the month probably you know it was just this 
um, this this thing that we kept on hearing that we were going to be going back. And yeah. if I went back to New Zealand, I had to quarantine uh, in a hotel for two weeks before I could even get into the country. And I just had this fear that that I would be there and get a call that we're going back in like three days or something and right. I'd be stuck in New Zealand in a hotel and I wouldn't be able to leave. So um, that major quarantined, you know, period of time where everyone was locked down for months. Um, I, I unfortunately didn't get to go home, but New Zealand was doing great. You know, yeah. there were no cases, everyone was fine. So knowing that your family's fine yeah. and, and that they're living in a place where they're just living normal life, even if there's no tourism, which is what New Zealand's big for, but for the most part, they were great. So I was, I was very lucky about that. And, you know, and then I worked some amazing jobs that I would have probably stuck around in, in America for anyway. So yeah. now so I just, now I'm, yeah, it worked out well. And now I'm actually just trying to get my, now that things have opened up, um, I'm trying to get my dad to come over here because like, as much as I love New Zealand, I can go back anytime, but for him, he needs to get out and yeah. travel. So I'm yeah. bring him over. <laughs> Especially being locked in for two years, you know, at least in Yeah. And he's like me. He likes to travel everywhere. So yeah. I'm just like, well, I'm here. We're gonna we're gonna maybe try and go to like Cuba or somewhere. Because <laughs> we've got New Zealand passports. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh what about the name Taryn? Taryn, T-E-R-A-N. Or no, no, I'm sorry, it's T-E-R-E-N. That's a great name. Right, Eric, will you write that down on, on the yeah. possible names? We'll remember this whenever Tyrion we're... Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't realize that that was a Game of Thrones reference. Yeah. But, you know, we'll stick it with a sci-fi theme, uh, a fantasy. Now, I know that uh, you're doing conventions now, or starting to get ready to do conventions. So we need to get you here in Dallas to do a convention here. I would love that. Yeah, the um, I I had reached uh, a friend uh, reached out on behalf of their uh, their agent, their convention agent, and was just like, you know, do you want to join up with them? I was like, yes. Um, I love conventions. It's just a bunch of really cool people like me who are complete geeks um, having fun and enjoying yeah. the world that they, you know, that they like surrounding themselves in. It's really fun. Um, so hopefully, I get booked for some. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. I'm excited. We'll try to do everything we can to get you here because you, we'll show yeah. you around. I, get you in I, studio. I would love yeah. that. Get you in studio. I've, and, I've never been. I've never been. I'm so sad. Oh, no. Well, you're going to have to come. We're going to have to figure that out. Yes. So, Eric, would you yeah. write that on, on the list too? Uh, just uh, <laughs> figure out a way to get her here to Dallas. Uh-huh. Um, hijack Vanessa. Hijack <laughs> Vanessa. Yeah, exactly. You're in Georgia right now, right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, we're filming a... Oh, we're getting... We're in prep right now for... Uh, it's a uh additional photography for a oh, okay. show that was actually mainly filmed spy sort of show that was mainly filmed throughout Europe and um they need a whole lot more action so they bought it this way and I get to I, I know that I'm getting my ass handed to me because I'm playing Russian. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you know you're probably gonna die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Currently, you know. What new projects are you working on now that you can talk about or that, that are coming out soon anyway? That we can see you uh, in. Well, you won't. I mean, you can take a guess. I pause it. I I pause the action. I'm like, oh, that's well, Vanessa right there. Yeah, but you were also in Doom <laughs> well, Patrol, which I love. But I had no idea it was Patrol. you. No yeah. clue it was you. She had a mask yeah, on. Yeah, the uh, Darling Come Home was so much fun. That, but it was just like I had these crazy long fingers, and I couldn't eat or use the bathroom. <laughs> and there were some long days just trying to wait to do one scene, and you're just like. Cool, and I'm in like these spank, <laughs> like big puffy things, and I'm like walking around with like I can't open <laughs> doors. Like it's like it's like trying to trying to. I, I actually got used to using the tip of my nose for my phone because oh, cool. oh wow, prosthetics, so I couldn't tap on anything. So they were like, <laughs> it was it was, but it was definitely fun. I definitely love that show, and um, they're doing another season right now, and I keep on going. Does anyone want to write? No. Do you want to write me back in? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't follow Vanessa on Instagram, you have to. And I don't say, I, I said this last time. I'm not just joshing. She never fails to put me in a good mood whenever I'm like, sometimes the algorithm mess up and I don't see her post for a while. And then she pops back up and it's always positive And she's always happy. Even if she's not happy, she's happy. And uh, she's always doing super cool things. And it's just great. So it's uh, your Instagram, just your name, right? Yeah. Just Vanessa Cater. Yeah. Perfect. Just 
So everyone follow her. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) And uh, thank you so much for wasting uh, your valuable time with us morons today. I'm like one of you. Yeah, you you are. I I do feel every time I talk to her, like we're uh, on Instagram or whatever talking, it's always about (laughs) nerd stuff or whatever. You know what I mean? We're always like, we're on the same plane here. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Eric will fax you this list of names we came up with today for our children. So yeah. He'll fact fact. You. Yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> so, yep, that's about as technology savvy as yeah. I am right now. <laughs> Perfect. Vanessa, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you guys. It was no lovely problem. to chat. Vanessa Cater. So great. I love talking to Vanessa. I don't know why we don't have her on more often. Yeah. I know why. It's because I get nervous and I'm like, don't screw up. Don't say anything stupid, Michael. Well, maybe because you keep asking her about, you know, kid names. And I just like started that. that today. I feel I, like if we're going to move forward in our no, relationship. No, you I did that last time. I didn't do kids names. I swear you did. No, I, I proposed would, last time, I think. I would say <laughs> Taryn is a perfect name if it gets your athletic ability because it'll be tearing muscles all the time. Oh. Mm. Yeah. What do you think about Vanessa? Who? She's sweet. Clark. Oh. She's nice. Yeah. What was her name? Vanessa. Keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. Tell that joke again, the tearing muscle joke. Nah, I'll I'll tell another dad joke that go I was ahead. thinking of. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know, going to the whole Will Smith thing. I'm kind of mad that I didn't see a meme. What are you talking said, about? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, when you were at the Oscars. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know that was a Will Smith thing. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Tell a dad joke. Well, I was mad that there weren't memes that called uh, Will Smith the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Because exactly. like Prince, I'm pretty sure that, Prince that was, on the face. I saw every joke imaginable this week, and I, I didn't see some that of them one. were great. I think I did see that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, cool. I think I did awesome. on TikTok. <laughs> All right, let's get back to wrestling. <laughs> Let me play the video yeah, clip. Just, just just play the video because clip. I didn't even watch the video. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on. Just Wait. the sounds of the video is funny. Can you we put the video up here? No, I don't have it set up for that. Because I just I, just, I have it on this. I just I have it on like a little bit because okay. I didn't want to be I didn't want to be the one guy because. There were certain parts where everybody had their phone up, and I was like, eh, I'm just going to film something that's not anybody, not everybody's filming. Now, there's a guy that looks like Nacho Libre. Okay. Another guy. Dressed as a clown? No, this is he's wearing like a... Uh, it looks like he just got off work painting a house. <laughs> so you enjoyed it? Yeah, man. Um... Because the one thing that I got, I, gra- I gained an appreciation for is like when you see it in real life, and with this, you can kind of get pretty close to the ring. <laughs> uh, you can you can have a new respect for like what these guys are actually doing. Yeah. Because um, like the way they're doing flips and incorporating the other person. Did you say, wow, like, what an athletic? That's the peak of human uh, athleticism. No, 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 no. There was well, there were a few people that were doing some pretty acrobatic stuff. Yeah. But like I said. The 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 um the stress that they put their bodies under is nothing that different than what you'll see in football, in American football. Uh the the kind of some of the flips and stuff, I mean, if you put them on a trampoline and make them about seventy pounds lighter and incorporate rings or a bar, then they're doing gymnastics. Yeah, it's so true. I, I mean, it's it's just it's and these just are court. everyday people. Usually, they they got nine to five jobs yeah. that, are, that are just wrestling on the weekends. So mm-hmm. it is pretty impressive when it's oh, not it's their full time thing. It's absolutely impressive. They don't get to go to the gym, you know, eight hours a day. No, uh, well, I mean, it just depends on how they have their work scheduled around this. Because then I start thinking, well, that's this is not true though. Because uh, my friend was enlightening me that some of these guys have been wrestling in Mexico for a long time. Like we saw one match between, um, I think the guy was Psycho Clown, and then the guy that he fought was his name was Doctor Wagner Robotnik. No, Doctor Wagner Jr., who's also Mexican. Oh, Doctor Wagner was Mexican. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's probably you know his uh, ancestors were well, his German, father German was, immigrants. Yeah, so. his father was what was what was his name again? Doctor Wagner Jr. Okay, so his father was Doctor Wagner Senior. Yeah, very Hispanic name. Yes, yes. Uh, he came out uh, with the whole smoke and sparks and everything. Yeah, uh, to Bon Jovi's Bad Medicine. Oh, nice. And kind of did like a David Lee Roth thing. Yeah. So I was like, well, I got to go for this guy against Psycho Clown, obviously. He is 56 years old. Yep. Yeah. His name the is, junior is? Yes. Uh, his name I wonder is if the dad stole Juan, him. Wait, I just skipped it. Juan Manuel Gonzalez Barron. 
Yes. Oh. You know, I never got into wrestling. Eric, did you get into wrestling? We grew up around the same time. Um, I, I've wrestling seen, was big. Yeah, like I did see like the show because my brothers were watching it, and I used to play the video game. I played more of the video game than actually yeah, watching yeah. wrestling. Yeah, I wasn't a, I, like I don't know why I couldn't get into the, it. Uh, Undertaker, that was yeah, my favorite. That's a, whenever I was, it was in college for me, and it was the same thing where we played the video game more than watched it. But I did go to WrestleMania. I don't know what number it was, but it was at the Astrodome, mm. <laughs> and uh, Undertaker was in that, and that was pretty fun. Yeah, that's the only wrestling thing I ever went to. I don't know if I could sit there and just watch half-naked guys throw each other against these little bungee cords. You know what I mean? See, I would think I would have, but maybe I was too young and I wasn't like, I didn't realize I was gay. <laughs> well, I just think the, I don't like things that are like super fake. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like plays and well stuff like that. I mean, plays are different, operas. really, but I don't like... I could see you man, as an opera guy. I'm not an opera guy at man, all. I, couldn't, like, I could not stand that. My if, dad loves operas. Mm-hmm. But if you approach it from that, from the angle like, okay, this is just for pure entertainment, yeah. Which is how he actually, how, yeah. uh, how, how Spider watches sports. Sports. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I bet I get on Spider's nerves. You got on everyone's I get, nerves. Well, because I get really emotionally invested oh, we know. in something. Yeah. This is what I found out by talking to people in the crowd is that they would have certain wrestlers that they were a fan of. Yeah. Like, this is my favorite wrestler. But, like, when that person was in the ring, you, you could actively hear people cheering for the different wrestlers at different times. Yelling out like encouragement, or you know, it was because they just were really you just got there. It, brother. Well, they were just there just to see an entertaining <laughs> match. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's what you—that's how you have to enjoy well, it. There's yeah. plenty of times, but where I don't I just, like things like that. It, you know what I mean? Like it's if it's a movie or TV well, there's show. There's plenty of, course, of times where like but, I've gone to a sporting event and my team was the better team, and my team ends up winning, and they end up winning by a lot, and the game is boring. pretty. Yeah, there's nothing really on the definitely line. Definitely left games to go to liquor stores before. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, it was the FC Dallas game. Yep. Did yeah. they win because you were yelling encouragement to them? No, they they never are. Uh-huh. But you still have to. I mean, I, that's a part it's of like being yelling at your there. TV. Yeah, I don't I yell, yell at my not, TV. No, that's not true though. Because you're in people cheering for you does give you kind of a rush. Yeah, and being and if you've ever been to a sporting event big enough to where there is eighty. Hundred thousand people. Eighty hundred thousand. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. Let me do some math real fast. What? Keep that number. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that's eight million. I'm, that's eight million. No, people. I said eighty or to a hundred thousand. Okay. Oh, I didn't hear the tuh. I didn't yeah. either. Yeah, I didn't either. But uh, well, that's what I was meaning. <laughs> By the way, this guy handles finances now. Oh. <laughs> How much money I got in my bank? I I knew it. One hundred billion. Eighty hundred thousand. Eighty hundred thousand. What I meant no, was eighty to a hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Uh, if you are if you if you have that many people going along with you and you're watching something and it's good, I mean, you can feel the energy of the crowd. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, you feel it at concerts sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the that's, other way too, you can feel that bad energy in the air. You're like, oh get yeah, the hell out of here. And actually, and and that he, there was one like high profile match that didn't turn out as great, and you could kind of feel the sense of the crowd. But like. Once again, going back to the crowd is the way I was dressed in my 90s grunge band. Is that Liquid look. Death? No. This is some uh, brunch money beer. Oh, okay. Clark brought me some beers to try. Yeah. What? You making it? They're all very sweet. It's a yeah. side hustle? No. Yeah, okay. it's not like a donut one. I'm like, what? So as I was uh, in my grunge outfit and standing with my friend who's really into it, I was like, man, I feel like the setting, the, the character that I am, I feel like I'm... Uh, a scout? A Mi- no, a Miami Vice uh, undercover cop that's at a at some sort of local event that's trying to cockfighting. Some- yeah, uh, cockfighting, high lie, uh, dog racing. Yeah, you know that the some, the wrestling match some, is just a cover. Yeah, you yeah, got to get uh, to the basement where right. the real action like happening. One of, like the character that's connected to the drug dealer is a wrestler in the ring. Yeah, it like that's the way I felt because there were people that. Did you were- have a theme song playing in your head? No, well, maybe a little yeah, bit. I would have, but because, because, uh, like I said, this is actually a really tight knit group of people that follow around. Like my friend knew about fifty different people that were that were a part of the crowd, and but they were always looking at me like, "Who the hell's this guy?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Man, I probably look like a guy trying to look undercover." Mm-hmm. Like, oh, just <laughs> imagine if you'd gone in the suit. Oh, see, that's what I'm thinking. The next time, I need to get a white a white mm-hmm. linen suit and actually play that whole deal. See, that, that would be fun for me to go to something like that if I was playing a character mm-hmm. the whole time. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but you have the same thing as going to brunch at Highland Park or whatever. No, right? I'm not playing a character. I'm yeah, me. Yeah, no, you're playing a character. <laughs> I'm me. I yeah. come in but that's and I a joke around. No. There's you yeah. and there's character you. There's two different versions. Yeah. No, it's me just being me. I'm my element he's with, li- the, with my people. Literally, you know the, the pros. We were, yeah, Eric was with me a couple weeks ago. Yeah, twice. A, I've been there with you. That's right. At my lobster place. Mm-hmm. Me and the pros, Eric Starr. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the the Jones is, is Ross Perot still alive? the Hunts the Hunts uh, the the Hutchinsons Ross Perot still alive? No, he's dead. Okay. You didn't hear about that? <laughs> no, I I'm trying to remember if he died. That was or a not. bad joke. The hearing, the ears, the ears. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Was, are you? Sla- I hope you're I'm slapping, slapping yourself. myself. Yeah. <laughs> I love this sound. You know, I I, I searched. For like five hours this week to find this exact slap yeah. sound. How many slap sounds do you think you listen to? At least a hundred. That's a lot. Because some of them are too like realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like the. You want cartoony. I wanted this. Yeah. So speaking of realism though, there were just some times where these people were slapping each other in the face and wow. you're just like, no holding back. Especially like the men on the women. Did they the get women canceled? Men. Uh, nah. Nah. I kept saying though that... <laughs> Don't let the Supreme Court find out about this because this might be a Title IX violation. Or the Academy. The Academy finds out. Oh, no, out. no, no. Apparently the Academy would, is just cool. They would have just let the show continue. <laughs> yeah. No, we thought about asking them to leave, but uh, eh, that we was, didn't have. They didn't have enough money to hire security. They apparently. didn't have. They don't have the ball. They didn't have the balls. Yeah, to Top do Flight it. was there. <laughs> it was the biggest gig they ever got. By the way, I did try the Batman Little Caesars uh, calzone. Oh, yeah. Delicious. I don't know. Yeah. But was it Batman shaped? Yes. It was yeah. actually. I've got photos. Like, okay. Yeah. I want to see that. I got photos. The top the, and the bottom are like the calzone part mm-hmm. and then the pizzas, the wings. Oh. Okay. And something, they changed the recipe. I think they, the $5 hot and ready doesn't taste great. It tastes no. just like no, you go to grease. QT. It tastes like grease. Yeah. But something about when you actually paid the money for the real, like a real pizza, it tastes better at Little Caesars. But you get the $5 hot and ready. It's like they're just like, oh, th- throw half the ingredients in that. That's Yeah, that's the ones they dropped on the floor yeah, first. Yeah, that's the hot and ready. Like, we can't use this. Wait, Whoops. Maybe we can. All floor. <laughs> but uh, so it's really good. If you haven't, I don't know, it's limited time. It's not going to be there forever. So if you're going to get it, get it. Mm-hmm. I got it the other day because I got a, had a coupon. <laughs> and uh, I was like, eh, why not? Man, you Try use a coupon on Little Caesars? Yeah. Man. Man's trying to save money, man. The economy's not in yeah, place. Yeah, inflation. You know? Inflation. Yeah, last year it was five dollar hot and ready. This year it's five fifty hot and ready. I can't afford that. Yeah. Come on. It's between eighty thousand and eight hundred thousand. You might need to, who's got who's got a dollar menu left? I don't go to fast food places, so I don't know. You actually Wendy's does. Do they? McDonald's yeah. I think does too, no, right? They, they still don't. have a dollar uh, menu. Jack in the box does. You can still get two tacos. Only through the app though. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't go to the no. drive thru? Oh. No. It's I will one, say this one twenty nine. I saw the commercial for the best. Jack in the box item ever. What? It's basically a platter of like thirty mini tacos and then oh. a big ass thing of curly fries. Mm. It's like ten bucks. The yeah. Stoner's dream, dude. Speaking, hey, of, I'm not even a stoner, and I I would yeah. eat the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, making my mouth water. Speaking of what? Speaking of oh, uh, the, <laughs> speaking uh, of stoners, uh, <laughs> House voted on a bill to federally decriminalize marijuana. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It passed? Yeah. No. It did. I mean, it passed it the House. The House. Okay. It's going to fail in the Senate. Senate. Yeah. But, you know, halfway there. At least daylight savings time should go through. Yeah. That one we hey, can all agree on. We're, we're not going to know what to do. We're going to be stoned and the sun's going to be out yeah. longer. Yeah. You know, I know what time it well, is. Well, y'all are. going to work in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I stoned? Uh, no. Did you watch the Bel Air finale, Eric? Oh, no, I forgot. Oh, well, I can't talk about it then. Yay. Yeah, you can. It was good. I liked it. Like the whole show. There you go. I could walk out and then you can talk about it. No, one I mean, more. there's nothing really to Let's talk about. another one word review. Watch. Full series or just finale, whatever one word Yeah, full series. Review. I'm going to say I loved Bel Air. It was great. It's more than one word. Not every episode was a, a home run, <laughs> you know? I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed all the episodes up until now. What do you mean up until now? Up until I haven't, I haven't seen the last Oh, okay. Yeah. But all the previous ones, I mean, I thought they were, like, there wasn't one episode where it was like a filler episode to me. Yeah. The ones that I, there was a couple that I felt like were filler, but I realized it was probably because I wasn't really paying attention to it. Right. Yeah. I was on my phone. Was there, how many was there? Eight? Ten? Ten. Ten. And uh, it was good. I uh, I think the cast is great. I still like, 
Um, Can I ask you this though? Yeah. Um, so did something happen with Aunt Bib? Like, is there a big reveal with her storyline in the season? Uh, nothing. Nothing negative happens to Aunt Viv. Okay. Are they going to keep her around? Yeah. Okay. She's still there. No, because Aunt Bib's storyline is one of my favorite ones. Oh, so, I'm, yeah. I'm nothing. Just... Nothing crazy. I mean, it, it's a good kind of wrap up to the season. But because uh, normally they they live like a, a, a cliffhanger, like for season two. So. Yeah, there's definitely a cliffhanger for because there is a season two. They already got a two season order uh, before they even started, and uh, there's definitely gonna be a season two. So there's a cliffhanger, yes, but it's not regarding Aunt Viv. Oh, okay. That I that I can remember because I was halfway paying attention to this. Um, and then uh, Atlanta's good. I'm only I watched the first two. The first episode was great, right? That's a real story, too. That's a real story? It's a real story, but they made it way happier than the real story. I was going to say, I don't, like, that's Everyone a smart dies kid. in the real story. What's the, yeah. what's the story? It's crazy a, white women? Yeah, crazy white chicks that were adopting kids and stuff that had no money. Like, uh, Donald Glover's been trying to make a movie about that for a long time and couldn't get it made, so ended up just making that first episode about that story. And the way he ties it in, like it doesn't have anything to do with Atlanta. It exactly. does. I, I've never I think seen one might, episode. I think it might, though. Oh, you do? I'm not sure, but I think it might. Do you we'll have a fan have theory. See, have to see more. Is it more episodes? Is it kind of like that um, worst roommate on the first episode? Have you seen that? I, I saw. I've only heard about that. Yeah, I started watching it, and I but was just yes, like, it is. From what I've heard about that, it's a similar, mm, similar. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I know. why I was bringing up Bel Air, other than the finale. Because now I can cancel Peacock. <laughs> oh, I have mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have mine going through my Apple account. And yeah. so I canceled it already. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh. automatically cancel. Yeah, because I'm like, I just need to watch the, the episode 10 and I'm done. Yeah. So I just canceled it. I have to keep my Peacock. Now I can, why, why do you have to do that? <laughs> soccer. Yeah, I have to keep <laughs> it for soccer. Mm. But I'd be willing to trade my Peacock. For, for what? Oh. Uh, I'd, I'd rather. What are you saving <laughs> it for? We're going gonna to swap it for. Uh, I need a. Peacock swap. Tractor. No, I think anyone, I a, anyone out there got a tractor? I think I need a Paramount Plus. So Ooh, I need to. I got a, Paramount Plus. I need to trade a cock for a mountain. Oh, yeah, but I'm only keeping Paramount Plus until mm-hmm. uh, Picard hey. is done. What about Halo? We got five episodes. What about Halo? Oh, Halo just started. I forgot. <laughs> I I watched the first. <laughs> I watched the first episode of Halo. I really need to slap myself was... awake because I haven't been able to sleep for two nights because I ran out of melatonin. Yeah, my gummies. And now my body's addicted so now. addicted to it, I can't go to sleep without it. Like, I can't fall asleep. That's not a horrible thing to no, be addicted it's, it's to, not. unless you want to sleep. Unless you run out. Yeah. And, you just free, like, <laughs> and when I realized I was out, it was already like 11 o'clock. It was too late to go get any more. So I'm like, I'll just put it on my list of things to do the next you day. You could have. You could have got some. No, no, Walmart's closed. Everything closes now at like 10 o'clock oh, yeah. now. There's you're, nothing. Yeah, you're also. Well, even if you go to like the 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. Seven Eleven, you're, you're not doesn't have those melatonin gun. I would. I would have some ghetto version or like of it though. A travel pack, probably. Well, Dollar General has these really good ones that I have that I've been using. Other than the Ollie ones, mm-hmm. they actually work better than the Ollie ones. Wow. Yeah. Estelle Harris died just this weekend. Uh, she was the mom on uh, Seinfeld. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. She was uh, Miss, Mrs. Costanza. Yeah. She was also uh, Mrs. Potato Head in Toy Story. She was ninety three. I don't know what she died of, but I'm she, guessing old age. 93 is good. I thought she had already passed away for some reason. You think that about a lot of people. But also, I think I was confusing her with uh, Doris Roberts. Right. The oh, mom yeah, on yeah. Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Because they kind of have that similar look. Obviously, different voices, but... Grandma's boy. Yeah. Grandma's and boy, yeah. Christmas vacation. Because yeah. I know Doris Roberts died several years ago, and so I think I was putting that in my head. I don't know why, but yeah, she just passed away. 93 years old. So... Anything to add before we, uh, did you finish up your wrestling story? Pretty much. Uh, yeah. I was going to say it's the a other thing with the the group, I felt like I was the in the top two and a half percent in terms of looks. Oh, yeah. If you want to go I somewhere felt, where, you, where you shine. I felt, yeah. Amateur wrestling. I was just hoping like, man. Or Dollar General at 8.30 <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. We Man, I'd love to see the... Uh, the Venn diagram of customers at, at Dollar General and at amateur wrestling events. I bet you that the middle <laughs> part is very, very <laughs> fat. What do you think they go afterwards? I forgot to pick up my toilet paper this week. Well, no, I was also thinking like if you went to Walmart to buy melatonin. 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 Uh, 
at at like one o'clock in the morning at a Walmart. I'd love to see that customer base. Yeah, oh, same. <laughs> I went to uh, I went to college in East Texas, and uh, Walmart at two o'clock in the morning in East Texas was insane. Yeah, but they played find the full set of teeth. But yeah, but the thing is, yeah, like, the th- there's to no buy Walmart. melatonin so you can go to sleep. There's no Walmart. Yeah, then you run in all these crazy <laughs> characters. It's like a it's like a uh, what is it? A scary house? What are they called? A haunted house. A haunted house. I was gonna say a whorehouse, but I, knew, <laughs> I that was wrong. But. Where where is there a Walmart that stays open past like ten o'clock now? They aren't twenty four hours anymore. No, nothing nothing's open twenty four hours anymore. Yeah, Jack the yeah, Box. Yeah, there's Winco Foods is Winco Foods. I haven't it's seen like, a Winco's Winco Foods dude. in like twenty years. Are you kidding me? They're, yeah, no, they're making a comeback. They're ma- dude. They're it's man. It's my favorite place to shop. They're if I'm taking buying. over like all the old targets. Oh, are they really? Yeah, 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 yeah. They are. A great place to shop. Is there still Albertsons? Yeah. Uh, well, those are dying, but they're they, they got bought up by Tom Thumb. I think yes. they're oh, awesome. they yeah, they're, like the one on uh, the big one on uh, Lovers switched over to a Tom Thumb, and I think most of them are now. But it's still around. It's the same store. It's my store. They didn't ask me if they could uh, change it to a Tom Thumb. <laughs> well, they didn't ask me if they could change Skags to Al- Albertsons. Excuse me. Skags Alpha Beta. Skags Alpha Beta. I don't know what that is. Do you guys remember Sack and Save? You probably don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that dude. Was, we were that, in was the that was a Minyard <laughs> store. Yeah, which is also gone now. Yeah, Minyard's is gone. Eric and I are from the hood. Mm-hmm. Eric, uh, there was I think two Sack and Saves in Oak Cliff. Yeah, and it wasn't Minyard's, Minyard's for like a long time. Yeah, yeah. Min, min, Minyard's, but then it, but then it changed to a Fiesta. Yeah, that was of the course other, That was the only one of those stores that made it was the Fiesta. Oh, yeah. dude, me and Spider have a great Fiesta story. And we'll have to say that for another time. Yeah, you took pigeon, up all the time with your wrestling pigeon story. On a chain. Yeah, pigeon, pigeon on a chain. Time. All right, Eric. Yes, I will see you oh. in court. This is MZ Now online at mznow.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash mznow.